Welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, longtime friend. John, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so uh, just to just to lay a little groundwork, John and I uh, have known each other. How long? How long has it been now? Like, I mean, we were kids. Like, what? What? I, I was in high school, but yeah, seventeen. Okay, so we're talking like thirty years. Yes. Yeah, it's been like thirty years. It only feels like. 40 or 50. I, <laughs> it's 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 been a long time i have told uh i have told our audience a few stories uh, about you and i and and some of the fun that we had back in those days of blue line taxi cab stand working i deny all of that <laughs> you were there you were there you were with me if i'm going down you're going down with me i have no <laughs> recollection of <laughs> you know those were fun times though <laughs> you know, sure, sure as shit, we'd probably both be in jail today. I would be in jail uh, yeah, today for sure. Today for sure. Times, times yeah. have changed. I don't know how I, I, I wouldn't want to be a kid growing up today because you're not allowed to do anything stupid. Nothing. It's crazy how they're bubble wrapped. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. You, well, cameras everywhere. You can't do anything stupid. You get caught. Well, yeah. And, and you know, that's 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 something of a subject I'm sure we're going to discuss at some point is, you know, surveillance and uh, government involvement in people's lives and, uh, you know, the prospect of uh, regimes like China working their way into Canada and uh, certainly the affinity our leadership seems to have for their basic dictatorship. Well, I think China gets a bit of a bad rap. Yeah. They're not. They're good people. I mean, oh. the people themselves. Oh, yeah. The government, not so much. I mean, I, I think we kind of lump the people in with the with the government. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm excited to know your take on this. Like, I mean, yeah. We, 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 you know, give, share your thoughts. I mean, China. I, I just think exactly what I said. The people aren't. The government, it doesn't represent the people. No. Same as Canada. You, you know, I, and I know you have strong opinions about the things that go on in Canada, right? This is going to be not safe for work. You know what? Fine. Fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bleep out your last name. That's what we're going to do. We'll bleep out. So you will be, you will just be John bleep. Right? Well, yeah. There's going to be a lot of bleeping. You know what? There's going to be a lot of bleeping. That's the other thing. Folks, put away, put away your children. This is again, uh, running the possibility of being uh, anything but a PG 13 podcast. John, feel free to be your yourself uh definitely john's first podcast and i'm really looking forward to this one not to build it up too much but i've been really wanting to get together with you and talk about politics because i mean this is this is an exciting time for canadians uh you know watching the circus that's going on uh, i i know you follow some of what's happening and you've always had pretty strong opinions well i have to admit i have not been following politics so much recently no no i kind of it wore me out. Yeah. I got just got too angry all the time. Yep. And I'm like, whatever happens, happens. It's, it's fucking exhausting, isn't it? How do you keep up with 400 idiots? <laughs> Seriously, they're just... You can't even wrap your head around this stupidity of our government. I've At tried, all levels. I, I, I've tried to sit down with people, and when they say to me, what's wrong with it? I, I, I'm sitting there uh, uh, during certain moments completely stunned, thinking to myself, well... I could run down the list, but first of all, it'll take a while. There's so much that they've done that's wrong and unethical that I've lost track. Well, you can't even, you might as well say what's right. Yeah. Yeah. Less to talk about. Let me try and think of something. I'm trying. Mm. Uh, We provide health (laughs) care. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, and and, and they plow the roads. Yeah, yeah. You know, Most times, and it's it's not it's not for lack of effort by these civil servants. We got a lot of great people that work for the cities and work very hard. The police are a perfect example of oh, that. It's the classic case of the shit flows to the top. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's, I mean, it's all backstabbing assholes who want to get to the top. That caused the problems for everybody else. The guy at the bottom just wants to come and do his job and go home, get his paycheck, get his pension at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The asshole at the top who scratched and clawed and his way to middle management to, to make an extra 50 cents an hour. That's the guy who's the problem because he's a dick. <laughs> he's always a dick. He'll always be. I, I love, I love hearing what you have to say about it's this. True. No, it's totally true. It's totally true. And I, and you I know mean, what? There's always the outliers. Oh, sure. Sure. There's always the outliers. Somebody slips not, through the cracks. Yeah. <laughs> who's so good at their job. They somehow get to the top despite everybody's effort <laughs> from going where they should be. It's so fucking true. It's so true. <laughs> How'd that happen? He's a decent guy. That guy's actually smart. When well, the promotional process must have failed somehow. Yeah. It's he's smarter than me. How is he like directly below me? He's gonna take my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need somebody dumber. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, however, unfortunately, don't have the luxury of you know turning away my eyes. I have to watch the politics on an ongoing basis. Well, I uh, feel sorry for you. Well, there, there, there are moments when I feel like, you know, one of those characters in a movie where they put, you know, toothpicks in their eyes and, and you hold them open with clamps, a little fire in the sky type moments oh, where, yeah. you're, you know, you're not able to look away. And watching politics is not unlike that movie, a needle driving into your eyeball. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, like, have you seen the movie Idiocracy? You know, I, <laughs> I had a dear friend of mine bring it to my attention. Uh, Podcast Brian, who I'm dying to see you get together with. Uh, he he brought it to my attention. I watched, uh, you know, a few episodes of that, or you know, that that show. And uh, after about an hour and a half, it, it left me with this depressed feeling that this is the direction we're heading in. You know, uh, 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 it's our future mind, mind numbing entertainment and dumbing down an entire generation uh, of, uh, you know, young people that feel the sense of entitlement and at the same time, you know, are lazy as fuck. I mean, like that, that's, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, I, I've met so many millennials that are great kids and they're hardworking kids, but I got to tell you, like just culturally, I'm seeing this movement that seems to celebrate, you know, people that bitch and moan and whine about everything. Uh, I, I don't expect that, you know, everybody walked uphill both ways in snowstorms like I did growing up. Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Barefoot. Barefoot. <laughs> That's right. I think you had shoes. <laughs> I, I, you know, kid. I was one of the rich kids. I had shoes with laces. Oh. With with laces. Laces. But, yeah, yeah. Oh. Unlike. <laughs> there we go. The Unlo- one percenters. <laughs> Unlike many of the kids I'm meeting today, though. However, I actually tie them myself. <laughs> I was going to say Justin Trudeau, but I, that joke's already been done. I I I definitely think though that. You know, uh, you know, listening, listening to you and I talk, uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's some kid out there right now that's saying, okay, boomer, <laughs> right? I'm not a boomer. Uh, I'm not a boomer. I keep, I keep getting that, you know, I don't get it as often as people might think. I, I'm, I'm kind of pleased with how pleasant people are on our pages, but, uh, I do occasionally have a young lad calling me boomer, you know, totally inaccurately. I might add, I'm generation X as are you. 
Xers. Xers. Right. And uh, we survived the last, you know, big push by the left to uh, fund a fantastic, you know, evolutionary movement forward to better, you know, Canadians that ultimately resulted in uh, a grotesque display of, um, you know, thoughtless expenditures and frivolous spending that buried us in debt. And, and thank God, you know, great provinces like Alberta stepped up to the plate and took care of the rest of us uh, with uh, equalization payments. And uh, I mean, like there, there's a subject I've wanted to talk about with you because I know spending you, like a drunken sailor, spending like a I drunken. Can, sa- I can do that. Yeah, yeah. If you give me your credit card. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I could spend the other guy's money all day long, I mean, right? No problem. Yeah, and and I'm seeing quite a bit of that. Uh, you know, certainly from the Ontario government uh, under Win, which I know you have some very strong opinions about. Yes. Well, I. You know what? I think we get what we get. We gotta keep our mouths shut. Uh, I think people need to be more active. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dogs gonna come eat us. Mm-hmm. That's probably the RCMP out back. <laughs> uh, the, don't don't worry. They're just in the bushes with the cameras. They're fine. They're not bothering anybody. <laughs> to the RCMP who happen to be listening, you're doing a great job. I want thank you. To, you. I, we, I, we appreciate your service. Yes. But just don't try and take my shit. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I I, I want to put a big shout out to all our law enforcement listeners out there uh, to the front lines. You're doing incredible work with, uh, you know, as I always used to say, you know, you're doing a lot more with less. And every police service uh, seems to be suffering the same problems with, uh, you know, poor roster numbers. Uh, you know, they haven't got enough people out on the street. I, I certainly experienced it growing up. My neighbor is a peel cop. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, right on. Right on. Good good guy? Uh, good girl. Oh, good girl. Yes. Okay. See, look at that. You know, assuming his gender. Judge. I Did assume. You just assumed. Uh, yeah. Gender. How dare you? Oh, my God. How dare you? That's I, despicable. Oh, wait, hold on. I, you disgust I, me. Okay. Get out oh, of my house. Hold on. Hold on. 15 words or less. What? Greta, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> right? Why are we even talking about this I, girl? I, you know what? I know. Wait, what are your thoughts on her? What that, that situation? To oh, me, she's a nobody. She is. She hasn't done anything. So she whines and complains and tells us we're doing stuff wrong. Well, we already know we're doing stupid shit. We're killing the planet. Yeah. Well, we're not. I, I think. I think well, that maybe you could point the finger at a few. This. Well, businesses are, but I mean, you could point the finger at a number of different countries other than Canada well, first. Yeah, but we we need to lead by example. Sure, I get and, that. You know, don't get. See, now I'm going to go on a Doug Ford rant. No, you do it. Okay. I, I don't have a problem with that. I want to know. I, I like to refer him as Dofo because yeah. I don't want to justify his name because he's so stupid sometimes. <laughs> How much effing money has this idiot spent fighting this fucking carbon tax? I'm sure if we had just said, okay, we'll pay the carbon tax, and he had shut his mouth, and we would be better off because he spent fucking millions on stupid stickers and advertising horse shit. It costs us more money to argue it than it could have ever cost us out of our pocket. All right, and I respect your opinion on the subject. However, at the same time, would you agree that there's some merit in perhaps fighting something on principle uh, just to ensure that we don't go down a path that ultimately costs us that much more? You know, get ahead of it. I'm not opposed to paying. Well, you know... I'm not opposed to paying, provided that the money is actually spent... On improving the environment. Okay. Do you actually believe that that's no, what... No, I don't believe okay. one second All right. it would properly be used. Okay. Well, then let, let's jump ahead a I few seconds. I'm not even saying it's going to be charity level, like where 20 cents on the dollar actually goes towards the environment. It's going to be the government money. 
Yeah. Because yeah. Upgrade's going to get his money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I think I think from where I'm sitting, uh, I, I'm in this boat. And, I, and I, I'm sure there's somebody out there right now that's standing on a high chair saying that the Canadian gun vault is a climate denier, like I'm some sort of Holocaust denier. Um, you know, I, I believe I believe that uh, everything happens in cycles. Uh, I believe that we could always do things... Uh, you know, to treat our planet better. I think that, you know, there's always room for improvement uh, on how we treat the earth. And uh, I think that if the money was going, like you say, towards improvement, I would be behind that 100%. But it won't be. It'll never go there. Right? No, 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 it won't. Uh, That'll go into their their pensions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they need a 10% raise this year. I got 1.1%. Um, so, you know, the government should get at least 10. You know, if I if I thought for one second that I could actually get elected or that my, my past wouldn't come back to haunt me somehow as a police officer, I would run for office uh, and my entire platform would revolve around, I'm going to do it for half. I'll do it for half of what they do it for. And you know what? Stick the pension in your ass. I don't need that either. Why do we have a Senate? You know, what do they do? Well, at this at this stage, they appear to be rubber stamping some things. I don't even know what they do. You know, I've tried to figure it out, but I've never seen them do anything productive or useful. You know, there, there are some people that believe that the uh, Canadian system could use an update. Why do we have a governor archaic. general? <sighs> You 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 explain to me your thoughts on that subject. I I don't know. I'm asking you. Why is this why is this a position anymore? Well, you know what? Okay, maybe a hundred years ago that was a vital position, and you know, we're not going to change because that's the way we always done it. Yeah. We're dumber than we thought. See, you know what? Uh, one of the things that I always love talking about with you, John, is you always have some great ideas. Um, you know, I, I like to think of you as probably one of my more direct, uncomplicated friends that really has a... Because I'm not very smart. No, it's not that at all. It's not that. You're, you know, you're you're a modest man, John. I'm no fancy school teacher <laughs> like some of the other podcast people. <laughs> oh, don't you go. <laughs> you know what? I hesitate to put you in a room with Coach Nick because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know <laughs> he's going to lose his mind. <laughs> It'll be like, no, he's great. I listen to really? all his podcasts. He makes me laugh. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, you know, I, I can't I, see how we could not get along. Oh, I think at some point we could see, uh, there could be some full contact in a podcast <laughs> involving you and he, I, I can see it happening. Both of you have some very strong opinions. I'd love to hear. But no, no, no. I, you know, the, the, the idea, though, that we would, um, you know, devote money, just to head back to this subject for a second, devote money to improvement of the environment. I mean, I think Canada does a really good job already. Uh, the carbon tax, from where I'm sitting, if they're projecting it's going to cost us so much in, in just a few years, it's just going to keep on getting uh, more and more expensive to the point where people just can't afford it. I mean, like you, you saw what happened to things like hydro rates here in Ontario. Oh, yeah. And I mean, they're saying that most people are living, you know, paycheck to paycheck these days and within a couple hundred bucks of you know yeah i thought it was breaking even 500 hours of bankruptcy most people are it's it's crazy it's obscene it it is it is and it's becoming harder and harder every day for the common man and despite the fact that you're always hearing how they're fighting for the middle class and those working hard to join we don't want a middle class we want upper lower lower that's what we want. Yeah. Like, not what we want, but that's what the government wants. Yeah. Because it's easy to keep poor people down. Yes. Yeah. And you can't afford the 40 pack of toilet paper and that's uh, $15 and you got to buy the two pack of toilet paper that's $7. 
you lose every time. I'm, I'm excited. How would you like to sit down and talk with Brian Lilly? I don't know who that is. No, you don't know who Brian Lilly is? He writes for the Toronto Sun. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a fantastic journalist. Um, you know, leans a little bit towards the right, but uh, he's definitely... What is right-left? I don't really understand that shit. Well, you know, the right the right is uh, common-sense-oriented people that actually believe that, you know, you got to work hard to get what you get and, um, you know, believe that uh, holding on to privately-owned property without fear of government... Intervention taking in your, your life shit. and taking your shit is, is wrong. the way. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's wrong. And uh, you know, the the far left seem to think that the greater good outweighs individual rights, and that's that's something that I don't buy into. Um, no, your the individual rights always come first. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get looks like look like winter was, winter has decided to play the drums on our bowl and. <laughs> If anybody would like a dog, please <laughs> she, call. She's adorable. Look at her. You know what? She she's 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 such a galoot. Lately, now she knows we're talking about her. Well, she's she's such a she's girl. The smartest stupid dog I've ever seen. <laughs> she's she's such a good girl. All right, so you, the last uh, when we last uh, spoke, we were beginning to talk about socialism, and I know I know we're kind of short on time here, so we want to get this uh, in really quickly. Your thoughts on socialism, because what you started to talk about was that you are a bit of an anomaly, and and I've always known you to be a common sense oriented kind of guy. What 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 are your thoughts? I'm well, interested. I, I believe healthcare, yeah, absolutely, is necessity. Okay, like there should never be a question. We should never, nobody should ever lose everything for being sick. Sorry. That's okay. There Bring you go. the microphone up. Yeah, just so we can hear your voice. Go ahead. It, and I'm, I, I would expand it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, anything health-related. Pharmaceuticals, for sure. Yep. I, all that shit should be dental. All that. Anything to do with your health yep. it should be covered. No, I'm not saying everybody should get for free braces or caps on their teeth for free. That's horse shit. Yeah. But, I mean, basic medical care. It should, we should have that everywhere for okay. everything. We, we, well, we, we do, for the people listening, we do have elements of socialism already deeply entrenched in our Canadian um, you know, culture. We, we have health, some, to some degree, education, arguably uh, far, far too much in our educational system right now. Uh, but, but, I mean, having things sort of the basic necessities, the things that uh, everybody should be able to enjoy, you know, the basic uh, you know, good services like health care. And, and I, I have friends in that industry, and, and they're telling me a lot of interesting things so that uh, the healthcare field has suffered terribly in the last decade uh, under the Wynn government. They, well, uh, yeah, I they, mean, she had her own agenda. Yeah. And, you know, no offense to the gay community, but it was hugely gay-centric. Was it? Hugely. Well, oh, yeah. expl- explain, explain that to well, me. Well, she hired gay people. Yes. Like, that's their only criteria. Yeah. And no offense, but my cousin yeah. <laughs> worked for her. Yeah. And the only reason he worked for her is because he was gay. He, he, and yeah. I, and I, like I said, I'm not being negative, but don't we, aren't we at a point in our society where we judge people on merit, not mm-hmm. who they're screwing? Yeah. Like, or there's, you know, the sexual preference, you mean? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, what, what, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 
I don't get it. Well, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I'm sure there's somebody right out, out there right now that's losing their mind saying, oh, this is an attack on the gay community. It's I can, no, it's, no, it's not. No, no, it's not at all. It's not at all. And if you want to, if you want to characterize, uh, you know, my guest, John, as being homophobic, I, I, I can tell you right now that it's interesting that you point that out because I, myself personally, experienced the exact same thing. When I left policing, I was immediately offered a job. Uh, in, in, a, in a position uh, of employment by the government. And I was told in no uncertain terms that uh, the person that would be interviewing me was uh, was gay and openly gay. And How is that even relevant? To the, well, the, ex- exactly. Why I, I, do you, I need to say the person you're, who's going to interview is gay? What, so I cannot be a bigoted asshole? Well, no, no, no. If I'm a bigoted asshole, would you not rather me expose myself as a bigoted asshole so you don't hire an asshole? Well, I was, I was really, I was genuinely surprised because like, I, I just, I looked at, you know, my friend and said, well, I, I don't I don't care. Like, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I, I, I've had a number of different, uh, you know, contacts over the years and exposures to the gay community. I've never had a problem with them. If anything, they know how to party. They're good. They're good people. <laughs> they're a lot of fun. Um, you know, like they, they, I love their music. And when I say their music, I don't get really you people. Like anybody wants to get excited. I'm, I'm from the 70s, so if I said something that just offended you, I really don't care. Uh, I didn't mean to do anything that would upset you know that many people, but the truth is is that I've had exposures to the gay community and I've never had any problems with it. My friend brought this to my attention. He said, look, the person that's going to be interviewing you is gay, and I, I said, that, that's fine. I really don't care, and then he says, well, it, it kind of helps if you are too. And I was actually told that I was said like, you know, like if you are or if you've ever had, you know, any kind of, you know, bisexual tendencies, it would be it would be a, a benefit to you. And I sat there. I, I, no, I, your ability to do the effing job. I, yeah, well, you know, I, I just I just sort of sat there, shrugged my shoulders and said, well, you know, it really it really hasn't been on my mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> if I if I ever went through some sort of college phase or whatever, it, that's long past. I am incredibly handsome. Well, he well, he well, he he pointed that out. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't characterize myself as a good looking man. But he said, like, look, if he if he if he happens to come on to you a little bit or if he flirts with you, it's harmless. And, you know, please just don't get offended by that. And you should be OK. I'm like, what? Well, you Ooh, know, if if I was a dude, if you were a chick, yes, oh yeah, they would fire me. I know, I know, I know, and and you know what? And and quite honestly, Don't get me I, worked up. Well, you know, I'm I'm not even going to tell you whether or not I went to the interview, but I I could tell you though that, that just to be presented with that uh, possibility and to have it laid out there, you know, so so blatantly, you know, and and like j- exactly like you said, my first thoughts, I really, I really don't care. He wants to hit on me. That's fine. I, I think that, you know, a lot of the gay community have fantastic taste, quite frankly, when they stop hitting on you as a guy, you know, you've, you've lost your touch. <laughs> so I, 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 I would look, I, I, I would, I, I was tempted to just uh, attend just to see if <clears throat> perhaps I still got it. Uh, it's, you know, I, but, but, I, but my thoughts immediately gravitated towards, you know, if I was a guy and I, I told my buddy, look, you know, what, uh, or told, you know, like a girlfriend of mine, look, you're going to be going to this interview and the person that is going to be interviewing you is, is like balls to the wall, you know, hard on straight. And he's probably going to hit on you. And, you know, it would help if you showed them, uh, some attention and reciprocated. You don't have to do anything. Maybe wear a low cut top. Yeah. Like I, I would be put, I would, I, I would, ex- my I, I would, I would expect to be put on the nearest crucifix. I mean, like you can't do that sort of thing. So it shouldn't matter what your sexual preferences or orientation is to be put into that kind of position and to have people 
so blatantly throw it out there to be so so you know um what's the word i'm looking for like i mean stupid well no 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 but like but 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 you could see though that there was there was clearly um there was clearly an atmosphere that was very acceptable uh and and they felt very comfortable uh, presenting that to me and saying look like this is the way it is now and this is and, and if you are gay you're in that was that was the other thing. Like, because I mean, my friend looked at me and says, "Look, I don't know if you are or aren't. I mean, what happens behind closed doors is your business. But if you are, then you're in." And I, and I sat there and I went, "How sad is that?" And I mean, I don't have any problems with uh, hiring people based on merit. I really don't think that uh, sexual orientation ha- should have anything to do with it. I think the whole point of the uh, the gay community's uh, fight for equality was to be equal, not not to have uh, benefit or enjoy perks. And, and that's and that's essentially what it boiled down to. And and I remember back in the early 90s, you know, when I first applied to policing, I was told basically, I mean, this is, this is again, you know, how blatant people were back then. I mean, coming off the 80s, it's understandable. People were pretty, pretty blunt back then. But I mean, I had people tell me, look, you're not black, you're not gay, and you're not a woman. So you can expect to not get hired. And that was, and, and, and I was told flat out, you know, by organization members, you know, in positions uh, you know, authority telling me flat out, um, just, just give it a few more years and this will pass. But, uh, right now this is not what they're actively, you are not what they are actively pursuing. And, and just, just to put it right out there. So you're not wasting your time. And, and that's, that's the way it was kind of laid out for me. And I'm thinking that was wrong back then. This is, this is wrong now. And, and certainly there's been a change in, you know, the power reigns in Ontario. Uh, the wind government is no longer there. I'm not in agreement with any one group having that kind of, of sway, you know, over hiring practices. Uh, you know, one could probably argue that there's, 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 there's an agenda there, you know? Um, you know, if, if you really feel strongly about this leftist movement, you know, you want to put as many of your people as possible into strategic positions, you know, of, of hiring, of decision making. And that's something of a, a, a trend I've seen with this government is it doesn't seem to matter everywhere you turn with the liberal government. It seems like somebody has been hired or put into a position where they are uh, va- of value. Right to the people that are currently in power. Well, everybody has an agenda. Oh, sure. You you're not gonna go to a a fight and not bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and I are from the '80s. We fought solo back then. All right, I, I, I'm I'm old no, school. No, no, no. Right? You need like 12 friends behind you. Yeah. You know what? Times times and if, times if have changed. If you have some illegal firearms, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's the next subject I want to talk to you about, right? The, uh, the possibility of bans coming up. I mean, I know, I know you haven't been watching the news as carefully as I have. Our listeners are always very excited to, you know, hear people's takes on things, uh, here at the Canadian gun vault. Uh, I certainly think something big is coming. Uh, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, the potential, uh, of Canadian citizens suddenly being made into criminals overnight with the stroke of a pen? Like, I mean, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, you're, you're got owner right what do you mean it's perfectly sensible and reasonable for somebody to take your shit because they think it's bad i mean my gun i'm sure i don't know where it is right now it's (laughs) i can't see it so it must be out killing people yeah i don't know where it's locked up and secured right (laughs) where it's supposed to be and it's in the place that most legal gun owners uh you know keep their firearms in an unloaded state locked away 
Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Well, you I mean, keep it in your purse with your baby in there. You know, a little the, chihuahua and your <laughs> your purse gun together. You know, sometimes so, the chihuahua <laughs> shoots people in Walmart. I'm, you know, what? I'm genuinely surprised that we don't have more, you know, uh, firearm related chihuahua accidents in the U.S. Uh, it is different down there. We we do for the people that are just tuning in for the first time. I think it's really important to point out that. The United States has a completely different system set up for firearm ownership. They have a, a, a different history. Uh, they certainly have different laws. And carrying loaded firearms in the United States of America is both legal in many states. Uh, it's, it's even encouraged in some places. Uh, there definitely is a movement afoot to attack the Second Amendment we're noticing. America's and horribly broken in gun. Like, there, you have two extremes. Like, come to a consensus, people. Like, you don't need Wild West, but you don't need shackles. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a case to be made for knowing who the fuck has a gun. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It keeps the crazy fuckers from having guns. And, and, and you know what? I'm pro-regulation. I, I am. And I think you and I might agree on this. I, I don't know why. I no, honestly, if I didn't have to register, if I didn't have to register, yeah. I wouldn't. But I understand the need for it. Yeah, because you're a reasonable guy. Yeah. And, and you're not planning on doing anything wrong. No, I... Not yet. No, exactly. And you know what? And, and this is where this is where people, I think, really fail to understand what's happening here. Is I'm sure there's somebody right now saying, you know what? You should register your guns. That's a totally legitimate activity, and, and it makes sense that we know where the guns are. And I'm 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 pro regulation. And believe it or not, this makes me very unpopular with some people in our community. I'm, I'm pro registration. The problem I have is that uh, this registration always seems to be <clears throat> the forerunner to come confiscation for sure all right it's always the forerunner to confiscation there's the argument that there's you know potential security breaches and or you know the, these lists of guns and where they are will someday be used against you know the people that have them uh there's a whole central storage argument that they're looking to make well that's uh, bullshit because that'll never work what what central storage no. oh well why not uh, who the hell's going to guard it? You're going to have to have military base. It's going to have to be a military base. Oh, military. Uh, or it'll be a gun shopping mall for criminals. Yeah. And and, and that's and that's the fear. Uh, certainly police and military. Light special on yep. the AR-15. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you know what happened in New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand was beginning its collection. <laughs> and and for the people that think that New Zealand is the model that we, we should be following, uh, you know, and Jacinda Ardern out there decided that she was going to ban, you know, uh, military grade firearms. And much of what we're looking at here in Canada is made to be patterned after what they did out there. It was, uh, isn't that a failure? It's it, it, last it, I heard it was like, there's mass non-compliance They're They're, they're claiming that there's a 15% compliance rate, which I think might actually be an inflated number. That means that only 15% of people have voluntarily shown up with their firearms to have them graded, to have the government give these people what they feel. They should be uh, given in terms of compensation. It's a forced. It's a forced buyback. If you don't, if you don't participate, you could potentially face criminal prosecution. And then you have to watch your property be crushed, even though you've committed no crime. So if I show up with my gun, yes, to these buyback programs, yes, and I'm doing air quotes just for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I show up and they say, oh, we'll give you seventeen dollars and fifty cents for this AR-15. Yeah, can I say no, thanks, and take it and walk away? No, of course not. Why not? It's not illegal yet. 
I, I still in my is still in my year. I think yeah. And I choose to keep that show up and then walk, walk away. away. What do they do? Yeah, you know I, what? I, that's an interesting. No, that, I think I can get more for it. That's an interesting question. All right, and and it it, it begs it begs the question: uh, Who is going to be determining these values? Um, you know, you certainly can't. Well, I'm sure it's an accountant somewhere who's never held a gun. Probably. I saw your thing with the Toronto City Council. Where how do you get a handgun? Nobody could answer it. No idea. No idea. So how people may, if you don't even know how to do it. How do you make a freaking rule? Yeah, I know. That should be a requirement. Uh, it, well, no, no, no. We, we talked about this a long time ago with the uh, generation of the uh, advisory committee. It was comprised of people that shouldn't have been there and or were, you know, anti-gun, uh, you know, looking at the city councils. I mean, I'm sure if you put that question to a lot of city How council members, they wouldn't. Anti-gun? If you put a couple anti-gun people on there. Yeah. They still need to go through the process. Uh, absolutely. You don't have a gun license, you don't get an opinion. I, although I would argue that putting people that are clearly anti-gun on a committee made for advising. Well, uh, as long as you people, have equal numbers of each each way. Yeah, but that was never the case. And uh, certainly this well, government stacked the deck pretty doesn't good. It matter. You, well, need, I, you need that kind of two ends of the spectrum to fight each other. And then sane people will come in in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's the way it works. You know, in, 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 a regular, in a regular world, I would be inclined to agree with you. However, it has become abundantly clear that there is a movement to take firearms away from private citizens. And, I mean, anybody out there that ever said to me or anybody else uh, that, you know, they don't want to take your guns. And, I mean, this applies both in the U.S. and Canada. You know, I had a lot of people say, no, they're not going to confiscate your guns. I, I had actually some, some very uh, interesting discussions with some, uh, you know, this organizational leaders. Social media anymore. Well, you know, like I, I could tell you right now, Robin of uh, Robin, who is Ralph Goodale's personal assistant, you know, once answered the phone a couple of years back and told me they're not looking to confiscate any guns. And I and I was very clear with her when I told her that yes, they are. We're seeing the signs, and I could tell you that I survived the mid '90s when this happened last, and I'm seeing a lot of the same thing now. The same things now. Our community recognizes these these signs. And you're dreaming if you think that we don't, um, you know, uh, we're not going to react to this. And she said, they're not going to take, Mr. Morelli, they're not going to take your guns. And there's no, there's no need to get worked up because there's not going to be any confiscation. And I told her exactly what happened back in the 90s and how people were not compensated in any way. And she seemed to be, you know, kind of surprised that that could have even happened. And, and there's, there's a current no generation property rights. There, there are no property rights, which has to change. Oh yeah. How do we not have property? Well, the, the very idea that you don't own anything that's yours is that's stupid. It, it is. It's a throwback to the monarchy. Like, I mean, everything that you own, folks, from your house to your can, car can to we your call guns. The queen and say, can she just like uh, go? Oh, here you go. You now own shit. Do the wave. Yeah. You, well, they'd have to reopen the charter, which, of course, uh, I remember specifically in an interview, Justin Trudeau said we will not be reopening the charter before. I believe it was actually before he was even elected in an interview. He said there will be no reopening of the charter. And he was emphatic. And you could tell that there was something more going on in his mind when he said he that. To take your shit. Because he wants to take your stuff. And socialism uh, is, is very fond of kind of taking on everybody's stuff and then redistributing it. And I think that uh, it's really important that people understand that when they use the term buyback, I really do well, believe I'm this. I'm going to keep one of these microphones when I'm de- when you're done. Yeah, in the typical socialist fashion. No, why? You didn't pay for it. Well, 
You get, I like it. You like it? No, no. You're using my batteries. You, this is true. I'll give them back when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I get for showing up for an interview and not having batteries that are charged. Thanks to my microphone. It cost me a microphone. Now, well, I am a little disappointed that you don't have uh, rechargeable batteries in that. You know, you, uh, honestly, I'm I'm an ass. I, in a pinch, I went out and just bought some Duracell regular ones. But you're absolutely right. No, 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 no. You know what? I, I, we can all do the little things to improve ourselves. I, at the time, it was what I had available. I needed them fast, and, and that's what I got. But I, I promise you. But we're you, all secretly judging you now. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. for me, I'm openly. You're openly judging me. <laughs> but okay. everybody else is listening going, what an asshole. <laughs> you know what? They're going to they're gonna learn to love you just like I do, John. <laughs> no, okay. So, but before we, before we quit, so I want, I, no, no, no. Before, before we, before we sign off, I want to talk about just a couple of things. Con- confiscation. It's, it's not, it's not a buyback. And I think that it's really important to understand that the uh, liberal government is very fond of using words, right? Uh, you know, very carefully and calling this, uh, this buyback strategy, a buyback. It's not a buyback. Buyback would indicate that they had sold us to sold these items to us initially. They did not. We paid taxes on them. We went out on our own. We either built them or bought them. And we spent our hard-earned disposable income on these things that we truly enjoy. We've proven uh, time and again, we've demonstrated that we can be trusted with these items. And now they're forcing us to give these items back, or at least the proposal has been put forward that that's what they'd like to do. They'd like to have us bring these items to them, destroy them, these things that we haven't committed any crimes with and that will never be used in crimes. They want us to return them to, well, return them, bring them to, you know, these government locations, selected locations, and have them destroyed. And they're going to offer us uh, whatever it is that they decide to offer us for these items. I want to make it abundantly clear to everybody out there that if it's a forced sale and the person who the item is being sold to sets the price, it's not a buyback. It's theft. It's stealing, right? If somebody walked up to me on the street and said, I want your cell phone. I give you $8. I'll give you, I'll give you eight bucks for it. And you know, you, you looked at them and said, well, I'm not, I'm not going to give you my cell phone. And they said, well, there's a penalty. A tax, if you would, <laughs> if you don't uh, give up your cell phone, right? I'm, I'm setting the price. I'm telling you, you have to give it back. And now that person stands in front of you and threatens you in some way, manner, shape, gesture, you know, perhaps brandishes a, a weapon of some a kind. Firearm. You know, yeah, a firearm. An illegal one, because oh, no. those are the only people that they're seem to... all going to be legal. Yeah. But they're going to be in the hands of the cops. Yeah. Cops and criminals. Cops and criminals. But Those are the illegal ones. Yeah. The legal ones here. Yeah. Well, they don't seem to be too worried oh, about I the smuggled guns. Do you see many gangbangers walking around with their AR-15s in their back of their pants? It's stupid. Like, it's stupid. These are guns. These are guns that even the even illegal versions of these guns are not the ones being used in crime. Certainly, they like to point out that they've been used around the world in different circumstances, like like in the U.S. You know, they they have been used in some mass shootings. Although you you have to take into consideration, it is the country's most popular firearm, so it's more prolific. I mean, it's everywhere. There's so many AR-15s in the United States. I mean, I can't even imagine a world where they could collect them. I don't know what what they would do. Well, you never get them. You never get them. There's they'd yeah. Be impossible. 
Yeah, there's there's so many of them, but I mean, so many of them are being used with you know lawful purpose and intention, and I mean, they don't talk about this much, but it seems like more and more every day you you hear in the news, which it gets buried really fast, uh, AR-15s being used to defend people's lives, you know, defend against multiple home invaders. You you see those things briefly in the news feed, and then it, it disappears very quickly. Like a fart in the wind. Like a fart in the wind, it's just gone. You know, like nobody wants to talk about how they save lives. They all want to talk about how they take lives. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, handguns are used a lot more often in the United States uh, in, in, in mass type shooting situations. They don't talk about the millions of lives that get saved by firearms uh, every, you know, every day in the United States. Uh, it, it doesn't even have to be used. Sometimes firearms are brandished, uh, you know, and, and displayed and it, and it acts as a deterrent. Um, you know, uh, people ask me all the time if I'm, you know, pro carry here. You know, like I, I think Canada has a different culture, and certainly we've got a different set of circumstances for now. For now. Yeah, it's changing. It's yeah. Well, in, in you know, in this, the, this gang mentality and gang culture. Is a problem. Oh, it is. It is absolutely. We need to go a lot harder on criminals. I think that we need to address the issues at the border in terms of smuggled guns. How uh, is gang cool? I don't understand. Well, you know, they, they definitely need to invest more money in things like uh, community outreach programs and, and programs that uh, target uh, at-risk youth. And we need to destroy that gang culture. I, I really do believe that. As a former police officer of 20 well, years... Stop taxing them to death so that they can actually afford some shit yeah. and not steal it. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that people... Not that, not that all gang members are poor. Yeah. But... That's where it stems from. Let's face the fact. Start this. Start going down the rabbit hole. Yep. When you're like, well, I can uh, pay my rent or buy groceries. Yeah. And it's a tough sell to tell a kid that he can work for minimum wage uh, when, in fact, instead he could be carrying a gun, uh, you know, have outwardly some respect, uh, you know, driven by fear uh, from his peers and make a lot more money, you know, uh, you know, pushing whatever gear he's got out on the street. Uh, you know, and, and, and to live that, you know, gang culture, rapper lifestyle, you know, boats and hoes, uh, that our culture seems to celebrate. And when I say our culture, I mean, just, you know, Western culture. Uh, you know, I really think that some things have to change, you know, regarding, uh, the message that we send to uh, today's youth. I see so many good kids, uh, that fall victim to it, that think that it's, it's cool. And, uh, you know, we, we have a great opportunity right now to not waste hundreds of millions of dollars on a useless buyback. It'll be a billion. It, oh, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Probably. Well, for, for the people. can't register the guns for under two billion, how much do you think it's going to cost them to buy them back? Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. And so, and that money could be much better spent on police services, hiring new police officers, uh, dedicating more resources towards those plans. The police taking, let them do their damn job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, hats off to the Halifax police, uh, you know, administrators for coming forward and saying that they saw no merit in a handgun ban. You know, uh, there, there seems to be this push uh, amongst some of the municipalities, uh, major city centers, you know, like Toronto. Oh, it'll be gone, Toronto, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I feel bad for, you know, some of the businesses that might be affected and, uh, you know, the people that currently, you know, have firearms. I don't know how it's all going to kind of spin out and how it'll look. What before, do you do? You know, oh, have to move? You got to move? I don't, I don't know. What are they going to do? I don't like, know I don't what they're thinking. I don't understand how they even enforce that. Well, I, I could see a city bylaw that would prevent the sale 
Uh, I could see that. Like, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to license businesses to sell these items anymore. But I mean, if you, if you're established and you've been a resident in the city that you're living in, that suddenly now wants to ban, you know, a uh, handgun possession, you know, what do you do? Do you move? Like, are you going to move the best people out of the city? Like, like, I mean, cause that's really what it boils down to. You got to be the finest upstanding citizen to maintain that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- this is what I mean. It, it, the impacts are so far reaching and everything is connected. I mean, you know what? We've got, we've got taxes that are high. And, and as a police officer, a retired police officer, I can tell you that when times get tough economically, that's when crime seems to skyrocket. And when we warned, you know, politicians and administrators that doing away with street checks and, uh, you know, putting an end to the practice of carding was going to result in uh, a massive uh, spike in violence involving firearms, they didn't listen. And every single city that adopts this practice of doing away with carding seems to erupt within a two-year period, you know, in gunfire. and You need to stop judging your betters. Mm. They're smarter than you. Doesn't matter what the evidence proves. You just do what they tell you to, and you'll be happy. See, I can't live with that. Oh. I can't live with that. Well, you are, you're a rebel. Mm. Huh? You know, you're going to be radical. Oh. Oh, I can see it. You know, well, that's okay. I'll you have fi- the crazy I'll, look in your eyes. For, perhaps I'll fit. Perhaps <laughs> I'll fit in with the other sixty that uh, you know Justin Trudeau's government has allowed to be reintegrated into society. Oh, that's another podcast altogether. Oh, yeah, that's coming. We're, don't pick the scab. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, you know what? That's about all the time we have for today's show. I'm really looking forward already to having you on another podcast, dude. Thank you so much for being here, buddy. <laughs> Anytime. All right. Great stuff. Okay, folks, we're uh, we're hoping that you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. Uh, make sure to share us. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.